You are now listening to the Way to Go Youth Podcast with Pastor Jerome Baker. This podcast is an outreach of a place of refuge church located in Carrollton, Georgia, where the pastor is Bishop Barry Walker. Our vision is to help youth and young adults to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's word. Now, let's receive Pastor Baker with today's message. You are listening to The Way to Go. To instill something in someone, young people, simply means on this morning to put in little by little. If I am going to instill something in you, I'm going to Put it in you little by little. One of the meanings of instill is to drip. Just like a faucet, you can have a cup under the faucet, and if it drips water over a period of time, eventually the cup will be filled. And that's what it means in one sense when, it, when you talk about instilling something in someone. You're giving them something little by little by little. And understand, as a young man, a young woman, or an adult, there are just certain values, standards, and beliefs that should and should not be instilled in you. And you need to know that. You need to be the type of young adult or teenager that has certain standards, beliefs, that have or have not been instilled in you. I can remember when, when my sons were, were little boys and they started playing sports. And they were excited about playing sports at that particular time. And once they got the team that they were on, they got their schedule, I sat them down and I told them, look, you know I love you and I'm going to support you. But there may be times to where your games may interfere with ministry. And it's not that I don't love you, but I may not come to your game. Because if I have to choose between a game and God's business, the Bible says that we should seek God and his kingdom, and his righteousness first. But I want you to know I will support you. And I was instilling in them that God needs to be first. That's what I was instilling in them. I, I would talk to them. I'd say, look, money comes and money goes, but when you get your money Boys, make sure you give God what's 
was his. The Bible talks about bringing him his tithe and his and his offering. I was in stealing biblical principles about money in them. When they got to a certain age and we would all be watching movies together, we would go to the movie uh, as a family or sometimes it would just be me and them. And you would have sex scenes come on the screen. And, you know, in the theater, you, you, you just, you're going to see it. And we would get in the car, and I would ask them, what you think about that? Or we would be at the mall shopping, and we would see different advertisements. Or you would see different things when you go out in public, different signs, love is love. And you would see things. Or they would be watching certain cartoons, and it would say things, and I would pause it. And I'd be like, what do you think about that? I was instilling in them what the Bible says. And see, for those of you who are parents, or one day you will be a parent, you need to make sure that you have the mindset that you instill certain things into your kids. You instill in them. Look, when you come to church, you don't sleep here. Here's a pad. Here's a pen. Okay? I want you, once you start learning, I want you to write down something that you remember from the message. Instilling in them that God's word is important. When they were little and I would see them running around and they would run up here, I, I would pull them aside. Look, don't run up there. That's holy up there. That's called the altar. Instilling in them, it's okay to run in the gym. It's okay to run outside. But in God's house... We need to honor and respect the sanctuary. Somebody say instill. That's it. We, we would go around and, and, and we would see different things with, that other young people would do. They would watch certain shows. They would watch Wild and Out and they would make different jokes about different things. And I would say, hold up now. What do you think about what he said? What do you think about what they're joking about? Trying to instill values and principles in them that, that matter. How many are understanding? You have to be the same way as a young woman and as a young, young man, especially if you name the name of Jesus. What is instilled in you, young people, not only affects you, but it will affect others. When you have proper values and principles instilled in you, there are going to be some traits. Every Sunday, God gives me a word, and I, and I come up here, I teach, I preach, because I'm trying to instill in you standards that line up with God's word. And whenever you get to the point to where you allow your pastor or your parent to instill in you the proper principles and values, there are going to be some traits or should be some traits in your life. Y'all still with me? Number one, when you have God's word or proper values instilled in you, it should help you remain focused. Amen. 
It should help you remain focused in the church and out, outside the church. See, you're going to see things that, that's going to tempt you. But when you have the proper values instilled in you, you may feel tempted, but then you shake yourself and you focus on what has been instilled or put in you little by little. How many are still with me? Focus is important. If you're going to be successful, if you're going to obtain goals, if you're going to reach certain heights in life, you have to be focused. Number two, when you have God's word or proper values instilled in you, you should have controlled behavior. Nobody can make you do anything. You've been trained. You've been taught. It's been instilled in you. The devil can't make you do it. Your friends can't make you do it. You have been taught and so is your, is your choice. And when you have been properly trained and certain values have been instilled in you, you, you should have controlled behavior. I said you should have, help me, controlled behavior. One of the fruits of the spirit is self, self-control. No, I ain't going to cuss you out. No, I'm not going to lie. I've been taught I know better. I want to hit you, but I ain't going to hit you. Because I've been taught not to hit women. That's been instilled in me. I want to open the door while I'm riding and just, and just push you out. I want to do it. But, but I'm not going to do it because it's been instilled in me not to return evil for evil. But I shall be tempted. Just want to open the door while I'm going 60 miles an hour and just... Give you the boot. Y'all ain't never been tempted to do something that you know ain't right. Maybe I'm just talking to myself. But when you know better, you what? You do better. You have controlled behavior. And finally, when you have been instilled with what's right, you are influential. Instead of folk influencing you, you should be influencing them. Why? It's been instilled in you. It's been instilled in you how to think, how to talk, and how to act. Having the proper values instilled in you is important. Would you agree? Now, when it comes to our verse, one of the wisest men in Scripture, Solomon, implies what needs to be instilled in us. We need to have instruction instilled in us. The verse is, apply your heart to instruction. You need to make sure that you handle instruction properly. 
That needs to be a part of your thinking, talking, and action. You need to know how to handle instruction. Now remember, instruction, especially when it's attached to God, is knowledge that sets in what? Sets in order. Knowledge that corrects and knowledge that, that builds. God is going to give us knowledge to help us build a successful life. God is going to give us knowledge that will correct our behavior. And God will give us knowledge that will help us set our life in, in order. That's got to be instilled in you. And I'm going to say it again. How you handle instructions, that's a good value. Would you agree? Now, I'm going to get a little touchy. But I want you to understand, you have the ability to handle instruction properly. I don't know why it is that some of God's people, when it comes to instructions, sometimes we don't handle instruction properly. We don't allow it to be instilled in us. We don't apply our heart to instruction instruction the way that we should. You have the capacity, you have the ability to handle instruction properly. Think about it. Those of you who drive, when you leave here, you're going to see a traffic light. And it may turn red. Guess what you're going to do? You're going to stop. You have the ability to handle instruction properly. Yes, you do. Those of you who have ever had a debit card or a gift card, isn't it amazing how you can pick up the phone to check your balance and a machine will tell you, enter your 16-digit number followed by the pound sign. And guess what you do? You follow instruction. You have the ability. You turn on your PlayStation, it say press A. Guess what you do? Press A. The remote on your TV start blinking, you know, oh, the battery must be what? Going down. You have the ability to follow in instruction. But this is what's jacked up. Many adults and young people are not installed with instructions when it comes to the things of God the way they should be. Got the ability to apply their heart to instruction. But for some reason, it's a disconnect when it comes to the things of God. Why is that? Why is it that some of God's people have a difficult time applying their heart to instruction? Why, Lord? 
He sent me to one verse. Let's go there. Let's go to Proverbs 8. Y'all still with me? Okay. And I told you it's finna get what? A little touchy. Proverbs 8.33. One verse. First part says, here in instruction. Help Pastor read it. Ready? Go. Here in instruction. Some young people and grown folk don't apply their heart to instruction. Number one, because they don't hear. They don't hear instruction. Here, in one sense, has to do with listening and thinking. That's all the Lord needs you to do. Just listen and think. We say it like this. Tune in. Shut your mouth. Just tune in. Listen and think. Boy, I, I, I promise you, I came to help somebody. If I were going to make an acronym for here, I would say, honestly evaluate and respond. That's what here means. To honestly evaluate and Respond. I'm going to instill it in you. Say it with me. Honestly, evaluate, and respond. What is the acronym for here this morning? Ready? Go, class. Don't talk back. Don't put no five cents on it, two cents on it. Don't get defensive. Just honestly evaluate what's being said. And then respond. Just listen. Think. Receive it before you say something. That's why some of us, grown and young, don't apply their heart to instruction. You always got something to put on it. Got something to say. Just help me out with that acronym. Honestly. The Apostle James said it like this. So then, this is what he was saying to church folk. My beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. Let every man be swift to honestly evaluate and respond. Look, I, I just need you to go five feet straight and one foot to the left. Just listen to the instructions and then respond. Look, all I need you to do is just go buy some chicken soup. Well, we got to, I, I, all I need you, just go buy some chicken soup. Just honestly evaluate and then what? And then respond. God is a stickler. When it comes to instruction, God will give us specific instructions. And if we are not swift to hear, we can mess ourselves up. Even if you are intelligent, you still need to hear instruction. 
Even if you got straight A's or A's and B's, you still need to know how to hear what? Instruction. Y'all can eat of all these trees except this one right here. Y'all can eat of all these trees except for this one right here. Those were the instructions given to Adam and Eve. But here come the serpent. Did God say that you shouldn't eat from this tree? She let go of what she heard. Look at it. Just look at it. Don't it look good? Don't it look good? I think you need to go ahead and try it. Go ahead. She didn't hear what God said. She let the serpent deceive her. See, anytime God gives instructions directly or indirectly, and we don't hear what's being said at first before we respond, you asking for trouble. Tell somebody, say, if you don't hear instructions before you respond, you asking for trouble. You asking for trouble. Trouble coming your way. There was a man, write his name down, his name was Achan. Now guess what the name of Achan means? Trouble. Achan's name means trouble. So let's look at what happened to Achan and the lesson we can learn. God used the pastor at the time, Joshua, to tell the people of God, don't touch the accursed thing. Leave it alone. Do not touch it. Those were the instructions. Achan got away from the pastor and he got to seeing the accursed thing and it looked good. It was worth some money. He took the clothes, he took everything God said don't touch and he took it back. Look at this. He took it back to his house and hid it. Thinking that nobody could see it. The Lord dealt with Joshua and said, look, stop praying for the people. It's sin in the camp. Somebody didn't hear instruction. Somebody didn't take what I said to heart. Went to Achan's house. The Lord told him who, who, who it was. Went to Achan's house and he asked him, did you, did you touch the accursed thing? He said, yeah. They burned everything he touched, burned his house, killed him and his family. Trouble came his way. Whether we get directions or instructions directly from God or indirectly, we need to know how to handle it. Hear it and then put a response to it. Am I right about it? Same verse. Y'all still with me? Some folk not only don't hear, but they don't be wise with instruction. He said, hear instruction and be, be wise. Do not disdain or reject it. Don't hate it. Don't reject the instructions. Don't reject it. Just respond accordingly. And you got some of God's people can get simple, plain instruction, 
but they rather do it their way. They reject the instructions. They're not wise. Woo, look at somebody say, don't do that. Don't do that. There was a man that, that had leprosy in the scripture. His name was Nainam, and he wanted to be healed, and he knew God could heal him. He went to the prophet, and the prophet gave him instruction. Go down to the Jordan, wash seven times, you're going to be healed and made clean. Those were the instructions. But he had a problem with that. Why I got to go to the Jordan? Are there not better waters than this? Why do we sometimes have a problem with doing simple things? If I were to put an acronym on WISE, you got to walk in scripture earnestly. Whenever God gives you a word, whether it's according to his written word or his revealed word, you got to be diligent in putting it into action. That's how God rewards. He rewards those who earnestly or diligently seek him. If the instructions are be here or be back here by 10 o'clock, those are the instructions. You need to be being there by what? 10, don't leave at 10. Be there at, at 10. Be there at 10. Simple instructions. But sometimes we mess ourselves up because we don't hear or be wise. We don't do or respond the way God wants us to. But I want to help. I promise you. I want to give you some reasons in my clothes why we need to be instilled with instructions. Y'all still with me? It's important. Number one, instruction makes just folk better. Instruction will make you a better minister. Instruction will make you a better student. Instruction will make you a better business person. Instruction will make you a better young man or a better young woman. Instruction will make you a better husband. Instruction will make you a better wife. Instruction will make you a better parent. Tell somebody, instruction makes the just better. Better. Instruction will improve your life. How many right now, there are aspects in your life that can be better? You want to improve. Better also has to do with maturing. Instructions will help you to mature. Instructions will help you to mature. Let's go to Proverbs 9. Proverbs 9. And verse 9. Solomon says, give instruction to a wise man and he will still be wiser. Teach a just man. Here it is. And he will increase in learning or get better. Bottom line, if you 
or give instruction to somebody that's saved, the implication is they should get better. You should be a better wife or a better husband after you get in instruction. When you have been taught certain things, you should be better. That's what God expects from the just. That's what he expects. After your first speeding ticket, you got checked by your parents, scalded, you should be better. Let your friends, man, you drive like an old person. Well, I done been learned. I done been taught. You should be better after you get in instruction. After pastor pull you to the side and say, hey, I want you to consider doing this right here. That should make you better. That should make you better. Once your parents show you how to properly clean a kitchen, the kitchen should look better. I, I used to do my sons the way my mama did me. I used to make a list, like seven things on how to clean the kitchen. And I would say, wipe the counter, sweep the floor, clean out the microwave, put up the dishes. I would have about seven different things. And, and they would frustrate me because I would ask them, did you clean the kitchen? And they would tell me, yeah. So I'd go to the list. And I'd be like, well, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. Therefore, things aren't getting better. Now, that was years ago, and they probably remember that. I'd be like, look, I'm telling you, I'm instructing you. You should be better. Once I teach you how to pray, your prayer life should be better. Once I teach you this and that, your life should be better. That's my responsibility as a pastor, to give you knowledge and understanding. It's up to the individual to put it in the what? In the action. Who in here can say things are getting better because you respond to instruction? But there are probably some areas in your life that need to improve. And if the truth be told, you just ain't been applying your heart to instruction. You are a burden to your husband because you don't follow instruction. A burden to your mother, to your father, because you don't follow in instruction. You think it should be another way, but they done laid down the law. Just follow instruction, and then when you get your own place, you can give your parents instruction. We take off our shoes when we come in our house, mom. This is ah, this my house. Guess what she got to do? Take off them shoes. Instruction should make the just what? Better. Take a close look in your life on areas that you want to be improved and ask yourself, have you been doing what God has instructed you? Have you loosed certain relationships that he told you to? Have you been praying the way you need to pray? It always comes down to us because there is no fault in, in him. 
Let's take this further. Still talking about instruction makes the just better. Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24. I want to give y'all some some truth. Y'all still with me? Proverbs 24 and 32. Notice what Solomon says. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received what? Instruction. Take it from the top. When I saw it, I considered it how? Well, what did he do? I looked on it and I what? Received instruction. When you are instilled with instruction, you allow the spirit to show you ways to cause improvement. You step back sometime, young people, when you want things to be better and you have to look at things, consider things, ask the Holy Spirit, how can I make this better? Man, how can I make this yard look better? You step back and you just look at it. Think about it. You acknowledge the Lord. And guess what? The Holy Spirit going to guide you into what? All truth. Lord, I need some more money. So you sit back and you look at how you've been spending money. Man, I spend $100 a week on fast food. So you sit back and you look at that. That's just too much. That's just too much money I'm spending on fast food and foolishness. You think about it. You consider, well, what if I can take $50 and start buying my own snacks, making my own lunch? I got an extra $50 a week. Woo, $50 a week. And, and it's and it's. 52 weeks in a year, that, that's, that's some good change right there. That's some extra money that I have been throwing away. The Holy Spirit will talk to you. Man, I spent $40 on a haircut. Lord, $40? I go twice a month. That's $80, Lord. I got to think about this. What can I do? Hmm. Maybe I can start cutting my own hair. Maybe I can cut all my hair off. Maybe I can pull it back to once a month. You sit back, you look at things, and you allow the spirit to give you in instruction. He'll do it. Man, how can I make this car last longer? Lord, what can I do? To, maybe I should wash it. Maybe I should get the oil changed when I need to. Maybe I, maybe I need to put some better gas in it and quit using the cheap gas. But it's something I can, I can do. It's something I can do. Man, my wife always complaining. How can I help her? Lord, what can I do? Well, you know what? We used to go on dates. We don't even go on dates no more. Maybe I can start taking her out once a month. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can have the table set because I can't cook like her, but at least I can set the table. Maybe I can take the leftovers out. Maybe I can get the clothes out for the children. It's something I can do to make things better. Again, look at the verse. He says, I saw it. I considered it. I looked at it, and then I got some what? 
instructions. The Holy Spirit will bring things back to your remembrance. But you got to take time, young people, and start examining yourself. You got to take time to look at how you can improve and stop comparing your life to other folk. Stop looking at other folk and comparing yourself to them and just get on your game and figure out how you can be a better you. Get off social media and start looking at ways to improve your life. Man, I saved zero dollars last year. I got to do something to do that better. I got to do better. I'm going to set me a goal. Lord, what can I save or strive for this year? Maybe I'll start taking $5 out of each check and just putting that aside. You examine yourself and look for improvement. God will give you instructions, directly or indirectly. I thought y'all were still with me. Is it helping? Reasons to be instilled with instruction. Number two, instruction leads to life. I need to apply my heart to instruction because that's where my life is. Proverbs 10, 17, he who keeps instruction is in the way of life. I need to obey instruction and hold on to it. When God gives me instruction, I need to do it and hold on to it. Life in the verse has to do with salvation, young people. Your salvation depends on how you handle instruction. What is salvation? Deliverance, protection, and what? Prosperity. What is salvation? Deliverance, protection, and prosperity. All that's on the line when it comes to instruction. All that's on the line, your deliverance is on the line if you choose or not to choose to keep instruction. That's what's on the line. Your protection, if you disobey the instructions God has given you, you basically on your own. If I'm truly the head of my wife and she don't follow my instructions and she make choices on her own, she off from under my cover because I done gave her instruction. Your own, your own. As a pastor, if God used me to give you instruction and you don't obey it, you own, you own your own. That's why when Caleb heard the instructions from his pastor, Moses, about the promised land. He wasn't studying no giants. He got the instruction. He said, well, look, we well able to overcome them. We can do these instructions. We can go in and possess the land. His prosperity was on the line. God blessing him, that was on the line. And I want the blessing of the Lord. What about you? Because the blessing of the Lord makes one Rich, that's Proverbs, I believe, 10 and 22. Your salvation, your life is on the line. It depends on how you handle instruction. And it's my prayer that after a teaching like this, you are motivated to keep 
instruction. When you come to leaders meeting, praise team practice, dance practice, when your parents sit you down and give you instruction, you got to have the mindset, a Christ-like mindset, that my salvation is on the line. My deliverance, protection, and prosperity is on the line. When you have been instructed on how to live for Christ and you go out of your home or your church and you want to be buck wild, all that's, that's on the line. You make babies just like the next person. You in the flesh just like the next person. And so you have to have the mind, I got to keep instruction. I got to hold on to it and obey it. I got to hear it and be wise. Because all of this is on, it's on the line. If I want my family to prosper, I got to keep instruction. My health, I got to keep instruction. God done told you to drink more water. Put down some of them drinks. Your health is on the line. Just drink more what? <laughs> more water. Now, we're saying it like it's simple, but to some folk, if you cut their arm off, Sprite coming out. Pepsi might come out. God start dealing with you about exercising. Look, the Bible say bodily exercise profits little. The key is it profits. It profits. And God start dealing with you, man, you need to get back in shape. You, God dealing with you about walking, showing you visions of you running, doing sit-ups. He dealing with you, but you ignoring that. You still on the game, still on the phone. Your health is on, on the line. Don't wait till you get up in age. When he start dealing with you, the Bible says, the day you hear his voice, hard not your heart. All that's on the line. God dealing with you about putting certain offerings on the altar. Don't wait on nobody. Hold on to them instructions. He tell you quit nagging your man. Hold on to them instructions. He tell you to take care of that woman, hold on to them instructions. Because that's where your life is. Instructions must be instilled in us. We got to have that mindset. And not the mindset to buck every time instructions come forward. Because some of us got that buck in us. Yes, you do. You got that buck in you. But when the instructions are proper, godly, and such, you got to have that mindset. All right. I'm going to put it in the, put it in the action. How many understand we need to be instilled with instruction by a show of hands? I'm going to stop right there. Let's give God a hand clap for the lesson on this morning, instilled with instruction.